Tape four, the tapening. Mm. Excuse me. Uh, I'm kind of impressed by how much food I just ate. Judging by the number of utensils in the bag, the magic wok thought I ordered lunch for eight people. I feel like I really accomplished something. I also feel like my body needs a few hours to digest, but we don't have that kind of time. So where did I leave off? Right, my late 20s. We're getting into some choppy water here. Going through all these old files is bringing up a lot. I was kind of a short-tempered, sarcastic jerk back then. I'm glad I've mellowed out over the years. Ugh, not again. People are hooking up like crazy. You're going to lose a thousand pictures of your lunch. It's not the end of days. In nine months, there's going to be a generation of wave babies. Why is it that whenever there's any kind of disaster, people revert to ridiculous, horny animals? Well, that's my segue into talking about me again. The rest of my 20s were like a parade. Exciting, seemingly endless, and a real mess to clean up afterwards. By this time, I was fully self-actualized, and I didn't need anyone else in order to feel complete. Isn't that right, potato? Do you want to come up? Do you want to sit in my lap? Potato? Hello? Offer's on the table. Anyway, everybody I knew started settling down as we approached 30, and I remained pathologically single. I also made most of my friends in a sorority, so that didn't help. Those ladies were so eager to get married, you'd think they were going to get a free nose job when they said I'd do. They'd date someone for a couple years, live together for a few more years, get engaged for a year and a half, and then boom, they're married already. Seems kind of desperate if you ask me. And when you're a beta lamb, you're part of a family and people feel obligated to invite family to wedding stuff. I probably went to 40 bridal showers. It's as fun as it sounds. I had a penchant for getting very drunk and giving speeches at these things, even when they didn't ask me to. Especially when they didn't ask me to. I won't subject you to all of them, but I'll find some of the more excruciating ones because why should I suffer alone? can't believe Carrie is engaged. We're all so young. <laughs> but, but when it's right, it's right. It's just, it's hard to wrap my head around it, you know? I'm sure we all feel the same way. Not really. Okay, Susan, one mic, one voice, right? Anyway, Steve's a catch, so way to go, Carrie. Best wishes. I can't believe Meg is married. I didn't think she'd ever settle down with just one guy. <laughs> Because, because she was so focused on school and her career. Um, I never even saw her look at a man until she met Brian. Chased as the day is long, our Meg, you know? Sister Meg, we called her. Can you believe Vanna is gonna be a mother? Yes. Sure. Of course. Neither can I, wild. I mean, did I miss the memo when we all agreed to get married and pump out kids before we hit 30? I mean, this is ape shit, right? No, no, I'm still talking. I will give it to you when I'm done. <clears throat> anyway, Vanna is going to be a great mom because she's very structured and very rich, and her daddy was a senator until the whole dick pic thing. What I'm saying is that this kid's got a pedigree, and people care about that. What? That's a compliment. I can't believe this. I can't believe this. 
That last one was Rashida's bachelorette party. I wanted to go on a pub crawl to all of our old spots, but she wanted to do a wine tasting, which is a ripoff because you only get like a quarter glass of each wine. So you have to taste like 20 different wines in order to get where you need to go. Anyway, I gave a speech for 10 minutes and it was pretty much just that. I, I remember writing down some fun memories to share, but when I stood up, it I just kind of lost it, okay? It took me a while to get used to the idea of Rashida getting married to Remy. I think I was a little more dignified at her actual wedding. Let's see, where is that footage? Ah, okay, here it is. This file is called Rashida's Wedding Never Watch. Huh. I wonder why I called it that. All right, that's enough. I'm not done. No, you are. You you finished your speech. How did it go? You did so good. Did they like it? Everyone uh, loved it, right? I also do bar mitzvahs. Yikes. I hope they edited around me in their wedding video. Ugh. I can't believe Rashida stayed friends with me for as long as she did. I'm glad Drew was there. I guess it was a good thing after all that he and Rashida were friends. Nah, I still don't like it. And Drew wasn't exactly a comfort around this time because even he found someone. I don't know how he managed that. The guy dates like two people and meets his soulmate. I mean, I don't need anyone, but sometimes I think it would be nice. Having a healthy relationship seems like a magic trick to me. And I could never learn how to pull it off. I don't know why. <sighs> oh gonna stretch it out for a second my back is killing me hunching over this thing all day yes i work at a computer all day but i take way more breaks when i'm working my work day is a series of breaks with short periods of productivity much better so drew met gareth at some conference or at a party or online uh i have no idea anyway they met gareth is fine I don't know him super well, but when he and Drew started dating, the three of us took a trip together upon Drew's insistence. He wanted to go skiing because he still had 205 bones he hadn't broken yet, and Gareth loves to ski. I guess his family went skiing all the time because no one was ever traumatized by shattering their brother's leg on the bunny slope. Must be nice. Drew and I mostly hung out at the hotel bar while Gareth was out on the mountain. It was actually pretty fun. We have a good time together when no one gets carted away on a gurney. Okay, okay, now do that one in that crisp purple coat. Excellent choice. She is here for the 100th time, an avid skier. Her name is Bunny, named for the course she was conceived on. She returns every season to haunt the slopes that born her. Oh, wait, she's a ghost? Obviously, your turn. How about that one in the head-to-toe forest green? Oh, him. His name is Dakota Fillmore III. No one else in his family has that name. His parents are just big fans of Roman numerals. Or the backslash button got stuck when they typed up the birth certificate. A psychic told him that he was going to die in the desert, so he never leaves this mountain. Wait, he's turning around. Is that? <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, Is that Garrett? Shoot, sorry. <gasps> don't be. I love him, but that outfit is ridiculous. He's, he's coming over. Please don't tell him that I made fun of his tree costume. How can I? That would only implicate myself. There you guys are. Ready for some Primo powder? To be clear, you're offering me cocaine? What? Nothing. The best part about that ski trip was that I didn't ski once, and no bones were broken, coincidentally. Drew and Gareth got engaged right after we got back to civilization. I'm happy to say that I did not give an embarrassing speech at his engagement party like I did at Meg's. Maybe that's why Drew's still married and Meg isn't. Ugh, Meg. She emailed me this morning asking if I want to get together to reminisce about old times. Like, I want to sit around and talk about my life and relive all of my most awkward memories. Oh, wait, I see. Well, 
Here's something that isn't awkward and shame-inducing. My 20s were a flaming wreck in terms of my relationships, but I was killing it at work. I had this job at a digital marketing firm called Digiting, which is a combination of digital and marketing, but it sounds like a sexual thing to me. And whenever I pointed that out to anyone there, they looked at me like I was a total pervert. They're the pervs, not me. Anyway, I was on top of my game. I even gave a speech at a huge international marketing conference, and it was honestly one of my finest moments. So it goes on the tape. Kelly, get off the bar. I thought guys loved it when women danced on bars. Not salad bars. Kidding. Let me find the real speech. Hmm. Um, actually, you know, I drank about a gallon of water and then a bottle of wine, and I think I need a little break. Nature is calling, and unlike other calls, if you ignore this one, you'll end up trying to clean up a puddle with a leaf blower back in a sec. All right. Now, finally, here's the video of me killing it at that international marketing conference. This presentation got me the coveted Pearl Geyser Award, which sounds dirty, but isn't. And so, at the end of the day, to be a change agent among thought leaders, we need to tap into synergy to shift the paradigm across platforms for our deliverables. The core competency of best practice is to drill down and disrupt game-changing contextual marketing, blue-sky thinking, convergent right-sizing on brand. Thank you. I want to make sure I get my work success on here, so after I'm gone and Potato listens to these tapes, she'll know that I wasn't a total mess in my 20s. She'll be able to listen to these, right? I know I say this all the time, but I wish dogs had thumbs. Work was tolerable, even if everything else was going sideways. This is when Rashida and Rembrandt spawned. She texted me pictures of her kid constantly, even when it was too little to even do anything. He, not it, he was too little. She would send me pictures with little captions, like, here's one of it dressed like a little pumpkin, and she wrote, he's so cute, I almost forget he made three holes into one. Huh, chilling. Anyway, I remember that baby looking like a little leathery old man, like someone you'd find in a Boca Raton apartment complex that was also a cigar cabinet. But looking at these pictures now, it looks pretty cute. He, he looks pretty cute. You know what I mean. Remy's family is Korean, so they had this big party for their kids' 100th day. They went all out. It was really elegant. Everything you would want in an event like this. They had past apps, is what I'm saying. I don't care what your party is for. If there's a tiny piece of toast with a sliver of ahi tuna on it, Party Ellie is there. You got crab puffs, you got Party Ellie. And they got Party Ellie, all right. Who do you even think you are? You think you're the most important person in the world? The sun shines out your ass? Well, guess what, baby? You're a baby. Hey, what's up? Why are you whispering menacingly at my 100-day-old son? He knows what he did. Maybe you should take a walk, drink some water. I'm not drunk, this is cranberry juice. Wow. So, you just like this now. Guess all the action's over here by the high chair. What's going on? Oh, nothing, Remy. We're just talking about how you trap my friend for life with a fucking baby. Hey, don't talk to him like that. Why are you taking his side? Ellie, honey, you're having a meltdown. Let's talk it out. I'm having a meltdown? You never wanted any of this. The house in the suburbs, the minivan, the kid. Look at you, you're the poster child for the patriarchy. Are you talking to me or the actual child? Ladies' choice. That phrase implies that it's usually a man's choice, which reinforces the patriarchy. Fuck, you're right. Damn it, shut up. Uh, this is humiliating. I knew I was out of line. I was just so mad at that baby. But I started playing this clip, so I guess I should finish it. I mean, if these tapes are my life story, this is part of it. Not much happens after this anyway. I storm out, I think. 
Call me when you're ready to apologize. Until then, Party Ellie is storming out. I'm sorry, honey bear. Let's just try to enjoy the rest of the party. Hey, Drew. Maybe you should go talk to her. She'll be fine. She just needs to blow off some steam. She's a mess. Come on, Gare. That's my baby sister. She just... Oh, no. She left her phone. Oh, God. It's still streaming. How do I turn this... Ooh, crap ups are out. Grab the tray. Huh. I don't know if I ever saw that part at the end. I didn't realize Drew stood up for me like that. Also, screw Gareth, right? He's the mess. I mean, yeah, he's got his life together and he's handsome and successful, but also a mess. And I can't believe I missed the crab puffs. That video was pretty hard to watch. <sighs> Look, most of these aren't great to watch. I was a real tire fire back then. I think I partied so hard because I was feeling lonely. I was being left behind by all of my friends. Everyone was coupling off and moving away. So yeah, I had a lot of anxiety. But what are spanks but a thunder shirt for humans? Anxiety is tough, man. I guess that explains why so many people are running wild right now with everything that's happening with the wave. They can't handle the anxiety of all their data being erased by the virus and they're acting out because they don't know what else to do. Whoa. It's almost like if I think about my own emotional response to things, that helps me to imagine how other people are feeling in similar situations. Is that what normal people do all the time? Is there like a word for this? It's like you have so much sympathy, you're almost psychic. I would call it Psychopathy. Hmm. So, as I said, everyone abandoned me, but you know Party Ellie got a party. I had to scrape the bottom of the friend barrel, but I still went out. Everyone else had a life, so I had to hang out with basic Leslie. She was my last single friend. What can you do? 90% of conversations with her are about sweater weather. It was as rough as you can imagine. Let me find a good example. Oh, ugh, here we go. This is a good one, by which I mean a bad one. Okay, but my favorite thing is probably how cozy you feel when you can finally wear a scarf. It's like tucking in your head. And don't get me started on mittens versus gloves. Nope, I won't. Do you want to go talk to guys? I thought we were going to hit on a bunch of randos for the live stream. Randos? Okay, Ellie, that's dangerous. Well, those two hot randos are giving us the old eyeballs. Check it out. All I have to do is smile and wave. Okay, and maybe yell, hey, yes. Yes, you too. Come here. Ellie, we don't even know what they do. Hey there, can we buy you girls some drinks? Okay, first of all, we're not girls. We're women. I'd love a vodka tonic. Second of all, if you think we're drinking anything that some random man just hands to us, you're kidding yourself. Twist of lime, please. Third of all, no, no, I no, don't. Les, Les. I'm just gonna uh, take a walk to the bar with the... Uh... Randy, at your service. Randy the rando, perfect. Basic Leslie is a buzzkill, but she never had anything better to do than hang out with me. She even went with me to Drew's wedding, which is... Right here. Your maid of honor, Eleanor Lee. It's just Ellie. Sorry, Eleanor. Call me Eleanor one more time and see what happens. Ellie Leaf, everybody! Thank you. Thank you. Can you believe Drew is married? I can, because he is such a caring, kind, and thoughtful person. I'm surprised it took this long for someone to want to marry him. That came out wrong. I just mean that he's a catch. He's always been there for me. Well, you know, not always, but a reasonable amount. Like, like, let's be realistic. If he were there for me all the time, it would be a little much. Besides, I'm fine. My life is great. <clears throat> Am I lonely sometimes? Sure, but who isn't? I mean, honestly, I, I think I intimidate people by being such a strong woman. But I've had to be since my mom left us when we were kids, and I didn't really have a role model. I mean, do I even know the kind of person I want to be? 
But at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're finding synergy through our blue sky thinking, and that helps us to shift the paradigm of being married to the grooms. To the grooms. Um, I've, I've prepared, no, no, I'm not done yet. I've prepared a little something for the happy couple. This one's for you guys. Hit it. Okay, we don't need to hear my rendition of the wedding march. You might be thinking, that song doesn't have words, but it does if you just make noises along to the music. It's weird. I forgot that Drew and I were ever really close. It actually makes it worse that he did what he did because we had a pretty good thing going. This was the tail end of the weddings. Literally everyone got married. Even Leslie found someone and they were way out of Leslie's league, but I guess nobody told them that. And she didn't even invite me to the wedding. She said I was a bad friend. Yeah, of course I was a bad friend. So you sit me in the back near the kitchen and hope I don't insist on giving a speech. In the end, I was the last single friend. Still am. But seeing what happened to some of my friends' marriages, I am very comfortable with that. Vanna and her husband got divorced after they both got indicted for insider trading and the judge wouldn't let them go to the same facility. Some couples just can't handle being long distance. We're getting into yet another rough patch for me. Um, I wish I didn't record so much. Jeez. I've got tons of videos of nights out. Let's see what these guys look like. Yo, dude, are you by any chance looking to date an insecure dumpster of a person who doesn't know what she wants and can be mean when she's sad? Sure. I actually think that kind of chaotic energy would balance me out. Can I buy you a rosé? Ugh, no way. Nice try, desperate. Hey, guy, what's your deal? You single? You want to buy me a pizza? Hey, that's my boyfriend. Well, he wasn't your boyfriend last night when he was sucking my dick. Ugh, come on, Ellie. How do you become a happy person? Excuse me? I said, are you waiting for the bathroom? Yeah. Cool, thanks. Hey. Hey, bad morning. I am not in the mood for this. Sorry, um, I was nearby and I have your spare key and I just needed a crash. I hope that's all right. Ellie, you can't just show up and crash on my sofa like we're still in college. It's not cool. I know you're having fun going out and partying like a kid, but the grown-ups have more important shit to do. Bad morning? I'll give you a bad morning if you wake up my shitty baby. God damn. Rashida sent me that video with the subject line, CHANGE YOUR LIFE, all caps. And she was right. I mean, I needed to change my life. Everyone else was growing up and I was fighting it. These old videos are making me really miss Rashida. She ghosted me because she loves babies more than she loves Ellie. But I see why. If you have to deal with a crying mess that's gonna puke on your sofa, you might as well have a baby so someone will pay for your nursing home someday. I remember these nights as being so epic and hilarious. I mean, I knew they were bad, but I thought they were funny bad. Turns out they're sad bad. When Rashida sent me that last video, it was supposed to make me see the error of my ways. But at the time, my response was to edit the dialogue and send her back this audio clip. I am not cool. I am not fun. So in the end, that was kind of worth it. <laughs> Ugh. This did prompt me to change my life, though. I decided that I needed to grow up, so I made huge changes, and they were all disasters. You know, as awful as some of these videos are, they also document the last time I was close to Rashida and Drew. Stupid wave erasing all the stupid data just when I'm starting to feel stupid feelings. I... I miss them. I really do.
I mean, my life was a mess back then, but at least it felt full. Now I, I don't really... Um, you know what? I just, I just need to take a little break. Uh, this is all just a little bit much. So I'm just gonna, yeah. I need a minute. Ellie and the Wave is a Radio Point production distributed by Himalaya Media, starring Natalie Morales, Serena Fialo, Gabe Liedman, Yurimus Losada, Ostrick Chow, Michael Gorman, Angela Trimber, Sam Buchanan, Ashley Dyke, Olivia Posner, James III, and Marcos Gonzalez. Written by Aaron Foley-Chan. Produced by April Lamb. Directed and produced by Daniel Powell. Executive produced by Natalie Morales. Script coordinator, Sam Buchanan. Music by Matt Valigdon. Recording engineer, Tim Moore. Sound design and mix by Great City Post. Re-recording sound mixer, Ian Steins. Sound designers, John Moros and Lucas Sanoff. Dialogue editor, Olivia Posner. Foley artist, Sean Brennan. Post producer, Houston Snyder. Associate producers, Sabrina Fonfetter and Sophia Beck. Production legal services by Bruns, Brennan and Barry PC. Alex Bach is the executive producer for Radio Point. Thanks to Scott Porch and Vincent Nastry. Special thanks to the team at Himalaya Media, Matt Monreen, Lucy Shen, Lexi Passer, Peter Vincer, Ariel Liu, and Wang Yu.